Hi, my name's Julie Mackin and welcome to Speaking of Social Justice. And before we start, apologies for that kind of annoying worse sound in the background if you're picking it up. It's air conditioning, which is highly relevant to what we're going to be speaking about today, which is, of course, the appalling environmental report card Tanya Plevisek was handed last week. And I'm joined by Amelia, who has been reflecting on this for some time now. Hi, Amelia. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm very good. So the report came out, and when I was speaking to you before, you said you basically started crying. Yeah, it was just really heartbreaking to know what was happening, you know, to my country and to my home. And it was happening to my own community, to my own, you know, people as well. And yeah, it was really heartbreaking, especially all the news and facts about the um, 2019 bushfires and just finding out that it was 8 million hectares burnt and ruined of Australian wildlife as well. Mm. Yeah, It was over a billion animals were burnt to death. Yeah. Uh, 35 of our own communities lost mm-hmm. their lives. Mm-hmm. Over 2,000 homes were burnt yeah. and people were hospitalised at a rate of not (laughs) because of the air pollution. Amelia, how old are you? I'm 18 years old. Okay, so this, I'm an old lady, so I can read this report and go, ha, 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 it's a disaster and I'm out of here pretty well. 18, Mm -hmm. by the time it's 2050, you will be, you won't even be 50. (laughs) And all the records tell us that if we keep going in the direction we're headed, the place will be uninhabitable. How does that make you feel about your future? Terrified, absolutely terrified. And, you know, like one day I, I hope to bring in children into this world and that makes me so reluctant to do that because I don't want my kids growing up in polluted air and, you know, and disgusting weather and unpredictable weather as well. But I think I've got a solution. Okay, good. That's yeah. what we're here for, <laughs> solutions. Woo! I think we must start with the way that we view the issue. Many people need to realise that climate change isn't, shouldn't be an issue based off your values in life. It is simply an issue that does exist. It's an issue of physics. And I think the sooner, especially the media, begins to really open up and actually say that it really is an issue of physics, many people will begin to realise it's a serious issue. And climate action will begin to take place and really take effect. Okay, so does that mean that everyone stops using terms like asking people if they believe yes, in climate definitely, change definitely. as if it's an optional kind of yes, thing? because it, it isn't an optional thing. It was never an optional thing to believe in. It's always been just an issue of physics. It, it, it's something that it exists. Okay, so say we all get in contact with reality, mm-hmm. and that's what that report card was. It was a slap in the face, Australia, this is the reality of how we're treating this country. And I want to just ask you also about, since then, we've had the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, talk about really beginning a national discussion Mm -hmm. about the Uluru Statement of the Heart and about having a voice in Parliament, constitutionally enshrined voice in Parliament. It seems to me that the two things are related. It seems to me that colonisation is not just about um, an, an attempt to annihilate the First Nations people of this country and will disappear them through terra nullius, but also an inability to live in this beautiful old country in the right way. Discuss. Exactly. I think I think really having, you know, that the referendum that's coming up next year will really 
assist all of us in in looking at the climate and and the environment differently especially with you know our country our indigenous people know you know the ways to to look after our country and to look after its land and i think learning from them and taking their advice and their practices in and working together with them will become a, a better country a better place and more you know obviously acceptance in the parliament and having their voice in parliament will really be powerful. Okay. And again, that tracks back to how the, your opening idea about let's start with how we view exactly. the issue. Exactly. Because if we view the country as a place that we belong to mm-hmm. rather than it belongs to, to us, us, exactly, our relationship actually yeah. with the country changes okay. to one uh, almost like, you know, I think about my family as a... As, they're my community that I belong to. Mm-hmm. I don't own them. I belong to my family. Yeah. And I just always think that if non-Indigenous Australians saw that we belong to this country rather than it belongs to us, it must soften and deepen our, our relationship with it and exactly. lead to less exploitation less let's rip the guts exactly, out of it yeah. just seeing the environment and seeing you know climate as a living thing as well and seeing it as something that we need the climate we need the environment as much as it needs us and working together you know especially with you know first nations people we'll, we'll hope that will help us all see that it really is a sacred thing Okay, just to finish, the good news is, of course, that here at the Justice and Peace Office, we're about to start our journey developing a position and a whole lot of practices around Laudato Sea. So hopefully in six months' time, 12 months' time, we can again talk about how amazing it is to begin the journey to be in right relationship with country. Thanks, Amelia. No worries. Thanks, Julie.